What's up, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Life's a Garden. Today's guests are one of my all-time favorite bands in Billings, Montana. We've had the opportunity to play multiple shows with these guys, and over the years, I've gotten to know them as both colleagues and friends. They have a brand new EP coming out called Caravan to Midnight. You can check that out by clicking the link in the description. You can also go check out their Facebook page. Uh, follow them. They are one of the greatest bands in the Billings music scene right now. Uh, look forward to playing many shows with them in the future. Joining me today is Benjamin Meyer, Trevor Stoltenberg, and Steve Nichol. Together, they are the old one. Cheers, fellas. Yeah, cheers. cheers. Thanks for coming on the show, man. Oh, yeah. Thanks for inviting us. Middle of the afternoon. Woo. I know, right? Brand new album coming out. Yeah. Congratulations. Thanks. So, tell me about that. So, uh, Caravan to Midnight, right? Yes. Uh, cool. So, the story behind that, it's basically just two tracks that were left over off of our first album, Mound Builders. And so, we were just kind of had in our back pocket waiting for the, the right moment to put it out. Because right now we, uh, we're in the middle of producing a vinyl for COVID-1984. Oh, nice. And so that should be out later on this year. So we kind of put this out. So something, you know, something to listen to. And then, uh, yeah, and then after you guys are in the studio, we're going to the same studio right after that. Oh, so, really? Over at uh, Iconoclast. So okay. We just booked that up. So Sweet. For our second full length. Okay, so so you're just going to go back to back then? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we're gonna... We got plenty of material, so... <laughs> how, many, how many songs on this latest album? This one's only two, and then COVID-984 yeah. is two originals and a cover. So they're both just EPs. Yeah. Okay, okay. Yeah. And then, are you, are you eventually going to make just one big album, or are you just going to kind of keep it as it is? Well, the big album, the next one, is what we're going to go for, Iconoclast. Okay, that's so, the next one. Yeah, it's the next full length, so... Sweet. So that'll be our second full length with a... Uh, yeah, with two... With three EPs behind it. Yeah, we four EPs behind We technically it. have five releases right now. So, yeah. okay, including the live cassette. So yeah, yeah, I remember seeing like you guys had all kinds of stuff. I was like, yeah. damn, I didn't realize you had so much. Right? Yeah, material. just go up on our Bandcamp. It helps us out a ton. Mm. We got cassettes, everything. Yeah, yep. and you guys on Spotify and stuff like that too. Or? Yeah, yeah, mm. cool. Everything's on there. I'll so. have, I'll give a link on the. Uh, in the comments for this thing, Sweet, or in yeah. the description, whatever. So. Yeah, every little play, share, like helps us a ton, man. So, no. yeah. See, I have no idea about any of that stuff. <laughs> That's like a whole new realm for me. So, yeah, it took me a long time. I'm pretty late on the game. A lot of the stuff because as I was kind of my role in the band, I do a lot of the PR stuff. Mm. But uh, yeah, I mean, once you know, kind of get your head around it, you can go pretty far. You know, because we've been selling stuff to different countries now and stuff, and it's pretty cool. Damn. You know, as long as you kind of. Because we, we play, you know, doom metal, stoner rock stuff, and the internet community for that genre is really tight. You know, like, if you get on the, on the right YouTube channels and the right communities, they're very loving. So, so that's what I found just in general, like, with content, cre- whether it's music or doing this, it's like, you got to find the, the market. Yeah, the niche, the, yeah, you know. And, and, like, the algorithm, however, you got to, like, 
marketed out, tag right. certain things. It's it's kind of interesting to to find and all. Algorithms out. constantly changing too. So, <laughs> but once you find it, <laughs> right? Yeah, you can kind of stick to it for a while and start building that following. Trevor, Trevor figured it out pretty good. Trevor's a yeah, I was technology actor. man. Uh, trying oh, to. I'm still a novice and very, yeah, not good with it, but <laughs> I'm learning. <laughs> oh, it was after our first release of Mound Builders that I had a lot of people hit me up, and then I was kind of like, oh, shit, this is how it goes. Yeah. So yeah. it was a big you learning curve. random YouTube channels out there, too, who will just find your stuff and then put it on, yeah, on their channel, Yeah, that's awesome. Too, which yeah. is fine. We love it, so. Cool. We're not going to come after you for copyright. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as long as it gets out there, right? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, see, I'm just I'm still navigating all that stuff myself. I'm I'm not a tech technical guy at all. Right. Yeah, yeah and that's that's one thing that's kind of weird about the whole music in the last decade plus is how it's morphed into that because you really have to navigate the internet. If you at least if you want to put your name out there, and you know we live in Billings, so it's pretty small, different in a bigger city, you know. But you know here it does help out a lot. Well, I, it's kind of interesting because with the internet now it's. It's kind of made it so it's the easiest time to be a musician, but also the hardest it time. It is. It's it's a double-sided yeah, yeah. blade. Because you can self-produce, you can self-market, mm-hmm. do all that stuff. You don't really got to get involved with anything. And you can you can get found, mm-hmm. but the pool it's of musicians... Is, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. So. And there's no such thing as a music industry anymore. Yeah, uh, it's yeah, just... At least, for, really, at least um, for rock and roll and, you know, stuff like that, it's all, it's all pop music and shit now. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. Which ultimately... In, from what I can understand, is kind of a good thing. Cause yeah. 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 Yeah, I agree. They were saying the music industry is like one of the most corrupt well, yeah. deals in the history of any kind of marketing deal. Yeah, it's like, like any big industry just gets so corrupt and it's just ugly. <laughs> yeah, there's most of the big artists are essentially just getting they're not even getting paid for their music. They're getting paid for shows and for like merchandise and things like that. Exactly. And sponsorships. Yeah. So well mm-hmm. now too the album sales don't matter. You sell a song. You don't sell mm-hmm. a whole album. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Especially with streaming and stuff, that counts more as sales than anything, you know? Yeah, and, and, the, just... and well, and then you got all the pirate stuff. It's like, it's hard yeah, to... Yeah, and then there's all that, too. <laughs> it's hard to keep track of everything. Yeah. So, take me back to the humble beginnings of the old ones. Like, where did it all start? How'd you guys all <clears throat> get connected? And when did you guys start? What year was... 2015? Okay. 14. 14, 15. Around I went 14. to... Yeah, I always get confused. <laughs> I went to a... I think it was Deadnecks, Tales, and St. Christopher show. Oh, no. You were with One-Eyed Whore at that show. Yeah, that was when me and Ryan were still doing our country bluegrass band. Yeah, Ryan, uh, Ryan, who was in Worm Rider with us. He was our original bass player. He was there. It, it was, this was a show at the rail yard, and... I heard Steve-O, I think, I think Luke from the Deadnecks told me that Steve-O was looking for a Doom band, something different, and no, I approached dude, you him. No, dude, we were drunk on my porch after the drinking at the Rainbow. We were talking about all the bands, and we are like, we're like, we should jam someday. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay, that's what happened. Anyway, um, met at Trevor's uh, parents' house. Steve and Ryan showed up and started jamming, and then Trevor just happened to be there at the time, and... Uh, because that's where we used to jam with Ass Nine at the time, and uh, Trevor jam uh, jumped in and uh, liked it, and we liked what he was doing. Obviously, just playing random guitar solos yeah. you guys. Yeah, and <laughs> the only uh, thing we had at that time was the the beginnings of the Worm Rider song. That yeah, yep. Yeah. Oh, a little bit of Conan. And, yeah, uh, the Hyborian Warrior song. Yeah, 
since then, uh, um, well, I guess pretty steady. Yeah, since then, uh, well, we had to change our name from Worm Rider to the old ones due to uh, UK. UK, yeah, uh, yeah. biker gang. UK guys out there weren't very happy about it. Let's just put it that way. Yeah, pretty the, much. There's a UK version of the Hell's Angels. Oh, called, called the Worm Riders. Interesting. So, and they reached out. Yeah, yeah they, they emailed me one day because they saw one of our YouTube videos of the rail yard because I had put them on or somebody did. And then, yeah, one day I just got an email. Basically, you guys have to delete all this stuff. Da 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 da. Wow. Threatening language. <laughs> Yeah, and I was kind of like, we had authenticated too. We asked some of our friends and Mother Crone, a yeah. uh, friend of ours, uh, buddy band in, in Seattle, and they had heard of them, and they're like, these guys are legit. So, yeah, be wary. So it's kind of like screw. So we changed the name. That's yeah. interesting that it would be from a uh, a biker club. Yeah. Because I mean, I guess it makes sense, and you probably wouldn't want to fuck with that, but no, right. <laughs> <laughs> but at the same time, it's like, and you said they're like a, a chapter of the Hell's Angels. They're, they're connected, they're related, like or something, you know. Yeah, I don't know. If one I of the guys' cousins, anyway. <laughs> oh uh, yeah, yeah. I yeah. don't know. <laughs> they're all connected somehow, <laughs> right? So, uh, so it's like that's a yeah. That's not necessarily territory I'd I'd want to step into, but I, I have heard of other bands, local bands that had to change their name because of mm-hmm. other bands, at least around. Yeah, it, it does happen. That's it's hard to find a good name. Yeah, yeah. Trust <laughs> me, it is. Yeah. Really Dude, I was shocked that Cutthroat wasn't taken. There's like, yeah, that's yeah. absolutely. Well, there was like the Cutthroats okay. was a band, I guess, like right. in the '80s. Oh, really? And then there's like some so and so and the Cutthroats. Was it like punk rock or? I don't know. I think it was like British too, actually. Okay. Yeah, like, and there's like, like there's the great like old ones. Me. Oh, really? Out there, and they're pretty big. Yeah. yeah there's a band there's... called the Great Old Ones, but we're better. <laughs> <laughs> there's, a, I think, there's a band currently called. L.A. Cutthroat. Okay. And that one kind of got me nervous because, like, sometimes they brand it as just Cutthroat. Yeah. And then they brand it as the L.A. LA Cutthroat. Yeah. yeah. So I'm like, fuck it, I'm taking it. I'm yeah. Doing Maybe it. the Le Cutthroat. Well, and a, <laughs> La Cutthroat. La Cutthroat. I, I got it copywritten, too, so. Oh, yeah. yeah. There you go. Right man. on, man. Yeah. So nobody Smart. can say boo about it. Especially the logo was, like, the main thing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We've actually been offered... To, uh, for uh, somebody to buy that logo from us. No, oh, really? Yeah. Nice. For like $3,000. I'm like, Pfft. Yeah. <laughs> Just 300 like, uh, we'll talk about. Yeah, yeah. well, even yeah. then, I still like it. Yeah. I like it enough. So. Yeah. Right on. That's right. That's a cool logo. We had a tattoo guy. Actually, what's funny is he made it upside down as to what it is. It was like the curve like that. Yeah. And then I, I was like, eh, I like that. But it, there was something about it that just didn't sit right. Yeah. So I flipped it and I was like, that's what it is. Yeah, it looks and, good. Yeah, it was... Smart to go, like, normally I've, in the past, I've made my own band logos just because I, I used to do graphic design. Uh-huh. And uh, Aaron was the one that was like, yeah, I got a buddy who does tattoos. Let's okay. just see what he can come up with. And right on. It worked out perfectly. I like how it nice. kind of looks like a fishing hook in a way. <clears throat> yeah, that, that was kind of my, my idea, but he came up with the concept. Like, okay. I was just like, I kind of like the idea of a C with a fish hook. Right. Just because yeah. it's, like, subtle. Yeah. Right. But. Yeah, C with a fish hook. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Makes sense. But yeah, so where did the idea for the old ones come in then? Like the that name. Was, that was Steve-O. Um, I'm a big nerd, so I read a lot of fantasy and like horror novels and stuff, science fiction. But I was reading the world of... And the name, honestly, should be connected back to H.P. Lovecraft, but I wasn't thinking of Lovecraft at the time. I was reading The World of Ice and Fire by George R. R. Martin. Oh, yeah. And there was a specific chapter in there where he's talking about... I think it was... Oh, this, the... 
city beside the shadow of a shy <laughs> that they had a group of um group of elders in there called the old ones mm. and how they would sacrifice people to in underground temples underneath the city and stuff to the old ones so i was like oh that's a cool name i didn't even think for some reason didn't even think about lovecraft at the time me and trevor both being huge lovecraft fans yeah. but I can yeah, see the influence also. a little bit. Like, yeah, there it, is. It was one that we saw bit. wasn't taken, and it was good enough, <laughs> basically. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I li- and I like it too. It's like, it's simple. Well, it fits with our style, too, right? You know? Exactly. Yeah. And like mm-hmm. now knowing the backstory, it really kind of fits because when your guys' music definitely has that like kind of a fantasy vibe. Like, I don't know. Yeah. I get taken back. We to try like, to take you through uh, an adventure. You know, I feel that with every song we we. We do. Even janitor so, guy. Even janitor guy. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> That's one of your songs? Yeah. Yeah, janitor yeah. guy blues. Okay. Yeah. Janitor guy blues. We're all custodians, so. Right, right. Yeah. We're all custodians at uh, middle school. SD2. Yep. <laughs> That's probably a pretty decent gig, huh? It is, yeah. yeah. Was that something that you guys, just, was that just a coincidence? or did Trevor, you guys kinda... no. I, <laughs> I've been there for 10 years now. I basically started he's working right gonna, out of high school. He's probably going to be the only one that actually does retire. <laughs> well, technically you have tenure, right? Do you get tenure? Uh, I mean, yeah, we, we got, what, a pension or whatever? Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, 401ks. Yeah. yeah, 401ks. I mean, it's still technically so. considered a government job, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah we work for the state, so. Oh, okay, okay. But, yeah, and then when I, right after uh, Wormwriter and the old one started going, I got him on, and then I got him on. Yeah. Nice. No. Yeah. That's how I've gotten all my jobs too, is through my yeah. friends. Like my friends just right. hook me up with yeah. It sounds weird when you put it that way, Trevor. You're you're not the boss of me. <laughs> I, I'm not. We're all the same, but <laughs> he does but, yeah. have seniority over you. I do. He does, yeah. 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 He does, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, boss. Ten years. <laughs> oh work. <laughs> but yeah, yeah. After that, man, uh that's... So what do you guys do in the summer then? Uh, same thing. Yeah. Oh, you just still stick yeah, around? Yeah, that's all the... Moving furniture and stripping and waxing floors. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. that's probably the, the fun work. Yeah. Yeah. Is it... Act- well, probably not. Cause... I enjoy doing it. Oh, do yeah, you? Yeah, I'd rather do that. It's mornings instead of... Because we're at night. Oh, crew, that makes so. sense. So you get to go during the day. Yeah. But it's really we hard. Yeah, we work four tens, so we get three-day weekends. And, yeah. yeah. And I, I like, like, I like stripping floors. Running the floors, troopers, fun. Yeah. yeah, it's actual labor, you know. Right. Instead of just doing the same shit every they day, actually feel accomplished when you, <laughs> at the end of the day. All it middle is. schools, mm-hmm. yeah. Like I said, I work cross street over at Lewis and Clark. Do you so. just get assigned to a specific place? No, you got to apply for yeah, each building individually. Or yeah. I, I was originally at Medicine Crow when it first opened up, and I put in for a transfer to Will James. And that's where I'm at now. Okay. And we always need substitutes if you need a job. So. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, I suppose you'd have to like have some time off right so. oh yeah huh. oh yeah well that's that's another good thing about us being at different schools too because if we were all at the same school when when we had to tour or whatever like right it wouldn't really work it wouldn't work out yeah so. that's that's got to always be kind of especially since you guys work in the same mm-hmm. industry mm-hmm. it's like hard to take i don't know if it's hard to take time off but it makes it a little bit more tricky with our lack of substitutes it kind of is but we can still take time off yeah. sure you know sure. it'll get done but yeah yeah yeah, that's the same, like, the issue we've always had with, like, trying to book travel gigs is, like, we got five dudes we got to try and get mm-hmm. days off. Two of them work weekends. Yeah, Me the bigger and... the band, the harder it is to get that going, you know. Yeah. It's one of the reasons why it's kind of nice working with now three people. Oh, yeah. It's yeah. easier to function in that realm, so. I agree and even that. that can be hard, too. Yeah, even, even with. <laughs> with lives and. Yeah. Lives and wives and. Oh, yeah. Right, you know, yeah. That definitely adds to it all. Mm-hmm. Strives and thighs. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, and French fries. when it comes to songwriting, 
how, what's your guys' process with songwriting? Because I know everybody has like a different type of process. Music comes first. Mm-hmm. It's always a generally, riff, yeah. generally. And him and I generally are the two guys who write most of the songs. Just kind of collab. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Generally, if he's singing it, he wrote it. If I if I'm singing it, I wrote it. Nice. Well, that's <laughs> yeah, pretty generally. much. And you pop it, in every now and again too on some. Yeah, he does. Yeah. Well, there's. Well, I I, I sing one of them on the Mountain Builders. Uh, yeah, and that song's technically a cover because we also play in, uh, in my old high school band, uh, Shangri La. Uh, we had that song, uh, but I had written it like right before we had kind of dissolved. You know, we're still going on. It wasn't but, uh, really a Shangri La song because Simon didn't really like it. Yeah, we did perform it once or twice, but did we? Yeah, okay. But we did during this process of writing Mountain Builders. I thought it'd be an excellent song that we would do because it's just super doomy. <laughs> yeah. It's basically three notes just going, you know. But mm, uh, yeah, uh, but yeah, um, and this guy can sing, so I had him sing on it. <laughs> You yeah. guys all can sing, so you guys yeah. all have different parts to play. Yeah. In, so and that's what makes it a little bit more unique too. So I'm mostly on D and D, just drinking and drums. <laughs> <laughs> no. Dude, I don't know how you. Yeah, you're in like three bands. Yeah. And so and you said you're still in Shangri La. Well, we're all technically still in Shangri La. Yeah. It's just kind of a long hiatus that pops up every more once of a in studio a while. thing. Was that still... an original thing you guys were all into? Well, that that was more uh, my creation back in high school with my buddy Simon. Yeah. Okay, okay. Still I was like it. the third singer, yeah. out, like fresh out of high school. Yeah. Gotcha. It was like 2009 when I joined you guys. No, it was like 10, 11, 11, 12. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I was ta- I was talking to you at the last show. Yeah. How I remember the first lo- the first local show I ever went to was Shangri it was Shangri La and like yeah, that's right. a bunch of other bands. Yeah. But that was good the first- old days. Yeah, it really was. <laughs> yeah. Perk days. Yeah. It was oh man, I, lo- I love the perk. Well, that was a long time ago. Yeah, right? yeah, that was perky turkeys. You were, you were in the dead next still at that time, right, Steve? Oh yeah, maybe even yeah. If you guys were still in high school, I, I might have still been in citizen abortion then. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. So you guys have all been around for a while, like just in. Yeah, I guess I've been. Just... Yeah, I've been playing shows for. Let me think. Since two thousand and one. Damn. Yeah, yeah. is when I played my first show when I was in high school, so I've been doing this for over 20 years. Yeah. Crazy. 2002 was my first. Yeah, I think that, was, was... that was when they actually allowed you to have all-ages show at the FOE and stuff like mm-hmm. that. Yeah. yeah. I played my first show at a triple kager. It was the shit. Nice. <laughs> right on. A band called Urkel. We sucked. <laughs> <laughs> right on. Do you guys feel like it's it's uh, it was easier getting shows back then than it is now? The communication was a little bit easier because I mean back then, like I would get messages all the time just on Facebook from touring bands and all that stuff. Yeah. Now it's kind of died down with everything, but yeah, I still get it every once in a while. It's just not as you know. It's plus since Billings is kind of more you know with the, with the rail yard going down and the way it is now. But now we're getting venues coming back up again. Right. We actually now have mm-hmm. options, which is nice. Yeah. yeah. Craft locals but, like booked until like freaking. August, man. Yeah, that's crazy. Like there's yeah. Streets I mean, it's good. And... Yeah, no, it's really good for them. I mean, and for us. Yeah. Well, and you never know. Sometimes things pop, like get dropped, and you can get yeah. Put on. Well, Especially we if you always use Andy's whenever we want. Yeah, we love show. Andy's. Andy's yeah. bar, man. Fucking anytime you want to. Anytime you want to show. I yeah, think we're actually go. trying to book a show for uh, 4:20. Oh, no, see, yeah, there you go. Because yeah, I, I, go. I got asked about that, and I'm like, I don't know about that. Actually, we're in the studio. That's why. Yeah, Trevor's that's right. Yeah. Under entering studio, yeah. And Trevor's yeah. going to be moving. Who's going to be moving at that? Who's going to be at that show? Uh, 
one of uh, Aaron's friends from Helena is coming down. Okay. Like that group. Of, I can't remember the name of the band. I think it's Axe and Ass. Is Axe and Ass. Yeah. It's a great name. Awesome name. <laughs> All right. So uh, they're coming down from Helena. Give me a shirt. <laughs> oh, if they have them, I'm getting a whole bunch of them. All right. Sweet. <clears throat> but yeah, so them and then I, we might add another one. We're not sure yet. So. Sweet. Yeah, Andy's is cool, man. Love it's, it. Yeah, Love playing with those guys. I would, as far that. as that question goes, though, I wouldn't say that it's harder to get shows at all sure. really i mean i think it's mostly just the because it seems like connections have gotten better i'd say there's more venues now than there's yeah. ever been to I'd, yeah i'd say back to a dry spell for a while usually there's like one up. yeah exactly, <laughs> you know i think back in the day it seemed like you know you'd be playing house parties and mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. stuff like you know basement shows yeah basement yeah. shows stuff like that and we still do every st- once in a while oh yeah we're still open to play house parties yeah. for sure but it just seems like it's it seems like most people ask us before we ask anybody else at this point well it seems like the quality of venues has kind of gone up too yeah. i agree yeah absolutely which is big sign for what our local scene has been doing mm-hmm. yeah. like mm-hmm. why build Places to play if there's nobody to play. You know? Exactly, right. And I, I'm, I'm glad that Billings as a city has accepted metal because they know that we can make we can make you guys some cash. Yeah, we we'll bring, bring a beer we'll bring drinking crowd. Yeah. Hell yeah. You know, Thirsty Street too, man. Like, gra- like Ground into Dust is going to play there. I saw oh, that. Yeah, That's yeah. Sweet. I really want to go to that. See, I don't I've know tried to I'll get in it. there, and I've, I've had no luck trying to get in there. No, really? Yeah, pretty much for us, it's been Andy's and Craft. Okay. And then I know Kirk's is another spot, but we haven't played that yet. Yeah, Kirk is great too. Okay, yeah. Kirk yeah. has an awesome sound in there. Yeah, really? that's where we did our live album at. Okay, yeah. well, live I, I might Kirk's have to look into that too because I, it's kind of one of those ones that just I yeah. kind of forget about sometimes. But mm. yeah, that place is always fun. Last time I went to, that was Mobskito and yeah, uh, their, Cold uh, Fire. Their single release show or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that was sweet. Shout out to Mobskito. Does Cameron Records mm. still have shows too? Every once in a while, they actually just started doing comedy night over there. I saw. Oh, oh right cool. on. Yeah. That was actually supposed to be our first gig was going to be at Cameron Records. Yeah. The week COVID hit. Oh. Yeah. The week, ever, well, not when it hit, but when everything was shutting down. Yeah, yeah. that's when I, last time I was talking to the guy who owns it, we were trying to set up a show. He's like, oh, I don't know. They were even yeah. like, you guys can still play if you want. I'm like, yeah. I don't know if anybody's going to come out. Right. I think everybody's kind of scared. So. <laughs> no. Then our first show was at the Tap In. Oh, out really? Out in the oh, parking sweet. lot. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. Yeah, I like... I actually liked when uh, you guys played the Metal Fest that one year, right? Out at Andy's? I don't think we did. I think I was doing a cover thing. Okay. Yeah. That was the. Well, speaking of COVID, I think the first show that was outside was that Tool Slipknot System of a Down mm, thing. Yeah. Yeah. That, that was the first show. But And that was at Andy's. Yeah. That wasn't See, that, at Andy's. Outside. I like outside shows, actually. Yeah, the best. It, was, it was fun. As long yeah. as it's not like 100 degrees, which. Both shows I've played outside were. Yeah. <laughs> actually, no, we played three, and one was actually pretty decent. But yeah, just roast. Because, I mean, you know, ginger as hell. Yeah. <laughs> like, burn like that. So yeah. yeah. They even threw me a bottle of sunscreen <laughs> while I was up there. Nice. <laughs> I think we got some sunscreen last time we played outside of Andy's, too. I, I think, think so. it was. Yeah. Well, I always carry some in my car. Yeah. Yeah. That's when you know. Your ginger. Oh, is, uh, I have a little oh. pocket one that I carry when I go to like Vegas and stuff like that. Okay. Nice. We there played back when I was in the Deadnecks, we played a festival, um, the first Farmageddon Fest out in West Yellowstone, and it was like 90 some hundred degrees the entire time. And the first day I just got 
fall down, drag out fucking drunk. <laughs> and I'm walking around with a shirt with the sleeves cut off and everything. Everybody, Steve, you're ginger. You're like, dude, you need to put on some sunscreen. I'm like, fuck that shit. I'll, I'll burn. I don't fucking care. I turned into a goddamn human piece of bacon, dude. It was bad. <laughs> like blisters on my shoulders, on my ears, on the back yeah. of my neck. Yeah, I've had that oh, before. It was brutal. I still had fun, but it could have been a lot funner if I would have been smart. <laughs> you owe me Ever since then, man, I always have sunscreen. Yeah, with it only me. takes one time. Yep. Only... Mm-hmm. Every time I go on vacation, I get sunburned too. So I always, I, I have aloe vera and I have sunscreen. Mm-hmm. So there we go. I'm always covered, covered my bases. I usually burn on purpose the first summer, the, when summer comes around, just because I tan right afterwards. Lucky. Yeah. No such thing. Those yeah. white, pink, and red. Those are my shades. Yeah. <laughs> Well, you look good in it. Hey, thanks. Yeah. <laughs> cheers. Yeah, cheers to that. Cheers to, be- <laughs> cheers to sunburn. Cheers to being a lobster. Yeah. You owe me lobster money. <laughs> mm. So, any uh, upcoming gigs then? Anything we'll coming in the uh, near future? The adult? July, I think. Yeah, the only one we got book booked is uh, with Rune Collar and the Grey Goo, both yeah. awesome bands. Yeah. And that's at uh, Craft. Craft, right? Yeah, that's Craft. in July. Sweet. Other than that, we got some stuff in the background, but can't really comment at the moment. But yep. yeah, in the works. Yeah, in the works. But. Right on. Yeah, we're trying. We're thinking about trying to hit the road this summer. Yeah. I mean, it kind of depends on how the whole album thing goes. And right. Like, that's kind of why we're kind of we're you know doing the same thing. So yeah, like if shows pop up, low. we'll play them here. But right. in the meantime, focus on making the album and yeah, kind of going with that. And then, but yeah, I'd, I'd love. We I'd, we've never played uh, outside of Billings. So. Yeah, oh, man, really? it's. Okay. It was just one, like I said. Gotta get out there, man. I know. The other towns are great. The same thing, though. It's like there's almost no point in doing it if you don't have music to, like, yeah, you you have to at least have a product. You gotta get gas money. Yeah. Exactly. (laughs) I mean, we got got merch and stuff, but. Well, your merch sells like hotcakes. I see that. I see that. I see you guys' stuff everywhere. Really? Yeah. I see stickers behind every bar. Dude, it's a good Mm -hmm. feeling to see, like, somebody just. Yeah, man. Stickers go a long way. My favorite (laughs) is when I see somebody I don't even know. I'm like, hey, nice, nice. Mm-hmm. Nice shirt, and they're like, "Yeah, yeah." I'm like, "You don't know who I am," but <laughs> that's that's one of the best feelings. Yeah, it really is, yeah, uh, absolutely. But um, yeah, it'd be nice to have some music to leave once you go. Yeah, you gotta leave. Jesse will but... set you straight, man. He makes everyone sound real good. I'm excited, man. He it sounds like he's been pretty busy, so I think that's oh, why yeah. we're kind of getting backed up on that. But yeah. like I said, we were supposed to do it. I think this weekend it was oh, supposed oh. to be our first weekend, okay. but. I think he's just got other stuff going on, which is fine. Like, yeah. It'll give us more time to prepare and get our stuff solid. And Nothing wrong with that. Yeah. We yeah. I, we haven't even really picked which songs we're going to have on there yet. Yeah. How many do you got? We have 16 songs total. Nice. Okay. But yeah. we're going to record 10. Okay. Good. Yeah. yeah. So you want to have a good, you Full know. Length. Yeah. We, yeah, exactly. We were going to do, and if, and if things for some reason go wonky, mm-hmm. we'll do, we'll just leave it at six, you know, because okay. if, if it's a slow process, slower than we we're hoping for. For whatever reason, we'll just... Yeah, sometimes you never know. Exactly. We get hung up on something, somebody mm-hmm. gets busy, you never know, so... Right. We'll do the first... Whatever the first six will be the ones that we're, like, the most wanting. Yeah. And then, I guess, at worst case, we could just do another four later and then make it a whole album. Oh, yeah, there you go. You know, just yeah. do a six-song EP and then add it to an album later. Right. Right. But keeping the options open. Yeah, yeah man. It's yeah. a good idea. I mean, we might be biting off more than we can chew going at a full ten, but... 
We've waited. We've waited so long, and I'm like, yeah. If we're gonna do it, let's just do it. Exactly. Because God knows when we're gonna do it again. Yeah. Right. Yeah, definitely. I mean, look before you jump, but jump when the time comes. Right. Yeah. It'll be interesting. Like I've never, I've never done any recording. So really, that's I love recording, man. That's what I love doing. Really. But yeah, not a lot of people like it because it's kind of intimidating. But yeah, (laughs) I'm not really a fan when it comes down to it, but. Is like, it just because it's tedious, or is it because it's that's like why repetitive? Like it's not even it can tedious. Be, it can be very frustrating, it's but just, I mean, you want you want a good quality product, and you want to do the best you can. Yeah, you don't want to. And that the I don't know. It it really just comes down to well, <laughs> once once it's done, it's gonna be done, right? You yeah. know. So well, yeah, and you don't want to shortchange yourself or mm-hmm. anything else. Like, yeah. If you're gonna do it, you better do it. And it's challenging to yourself, and that's why I think that's why I like it because you really <clears> gotta be like. It sure is this nice is when what you get are a couple. Hear. It sure is nice when you get a couple one takers though. You're oh, like, yeah. all right, next. Yeah. I don't know how I did that, but it's it's that's it's the stink. one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I love it when that happens. Yeah. Right. Well, fortunately, everybody else has done it, so I'm the I'm the lone guy that's. Yeah, you'll be fine. Yeah. So <laughs> I'm sure it'll be a fun process. Yeah. Luke Luke will bring his pom-poms. He'll cheer you on. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Speed out there. Love that guy. <laughs> so, yeah, okay. Take me through some of the bands you guys have been in in the past. Because you guys have kind of set a few Steve, why don't you go first? I, uh, I elder come, one? He's the senior. I come from more of a punk rock background. Oh, interesting. Uh, before I started doing this. So I've been, man, all the bands I've been in. Let's see. Urkel was my first band in high school. And then I was in another band called The Blumpkins. That was also in high school, and then from there I went to a band called The Chaotix, and um, another band with a good buddy of mine, Eddie White, um, Working Class Riot. Uh, Let's see, and then after those two bands, I was in Citizen Abortion for a few years, and then the last band I was in was The Deadnecks, and we were more of like a hardcore punk band with like country breakdowns and like sometimes bluegrass instruments. Involved, I played upright bass and sang, so nice. It was, it was a good time. Upright bass is so cool. I, I, mine's broken. I need to get oh, it fixed. Shit. I love it. <laughs> yeah, Aaron, Aaron's got an upright that he has in his uh, apartment. It's so cool. Nice. We used to when he lived in his uh, uncle's basement. We used to get he'd play that, and his uncle played drums. They'd get some guitars out. It's pretty cool. Play some like folky stuff or some like old school country. Yep. It's fun. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's a lot of fun, especially on upright. Oh yeah, for sure. It sounds sounds sweet too. So then, yeah. Then where the hell did I start? Uh, I I started in high school. I remember my first gigging band was Endless Winter. That was with uh, Justin Moyer and Jordan Stacy and friend Royal, and uh, that kind of you know then ended up morphing into Shangri La, just telling you about. And then uh, yeah, I kind of played around with that. Then in my around uh, two thousand nine. Met him at a different gender gig when we used to work at Yellowstone Country Club, and then I ended up hopping on Ass Nine. Oh, cool! Then I was with Ass Nine for a handful of years until it basically Worm Rider started. Yeah. So that was kind of my leaping stones. But we didn't leave them; they left us. <laughs> <laughs> so it's another Ass- band that's still around, but not around. Okay, I was gonna say I, I couldn't. I don't couldn't remember if Ass Nine was still. We we actually around. still plan to record another album. Yeah, we're gonna do just, another album. Everybody's busy, you know. Uh, you know, David's in Mopskito with Dustin. Mm-hmm. We oh. got the old one. Spock, Spock's got his kids, and he's doing his own thing. So it's, it's always interesting to to 
think about like a lot. There's so many bands that are still there, mm-hmm. but like, because I'll hear band names come up, I'm like, whatever happened to them? Like, right. oh, they're still, we're still like around. Or, like we don't gig, but we still record. It's <laughs> still though, alive. Yeah, it's yeah. still there. It still has a beating heart somewhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> for sure. Man, my first band, holy cow! I think it was called Bad. Okay. My buddy. Adam and Devin, and I'm Ben, so Ben, Adam, and Devin, bad. Okay. <laughs> Key, <laughs> keyboard, bass, and drums. That was it. And we mostly just covered uh, the Halloween theme song. Okay. For the most part. Uh, after that, um, fuck, man. I did a. Bagworm was a pretty big one for me. Was, oh, yeah. I remember we, seeing Bagworm. We wanted to be Cold Chambers so bad. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, after that, Chaos Never Dies. I played bass and sang in that. Um, Ass Nine. That was a big one for me because I was like their fifth drummer at the time. Because really? Ass Nine's been around since I don't even know. But I mean, Ass Nine was definitely probably my favorite band to play drums in just because it kept me in shape. Now, oh, really? Now I'm all fat playing Doom. <laughs> so, but uh, yeah, I got. Ass Nine's still on the back burner someday, but uh, Shangri-La was probably my favorite band that I sang for, for sure, just because they, they wrote so many good songs, and I didn't even have to do anything except just sing and... Do this, Ben. <laughs> I mean, I, I, wrote, I, wrote a, I wrote a few songs. Yeah, you, you helped me out. I wrote, we wrote Veritas and shit like that. Yeah, together. that was fun. Um, Shangri-La, Pressure Knot, The Old Ones, uh, me and my dad, Jam, um... We used to be called uh, um, the Nothing Yet Trio, and then the Nothing Yet Quartet. Now we're called Already Gone. Oh, nice. Um, yeah, I do that with him whenever we can. We just play Credence and Hank Williams and stuff. Staying busy. Yeah. Jeez, I don't know how you juggle all that. I can't even barely juggle one band, yeah. a podcast that I do by myself, the key is, <laughs> like, essentially. The right. key is to not have children <laughs> or obligations except music. I... Okay, that makes sense. I, I can at least relate to that aspect of it. I can't really name any other hobbies besides drinking. <laughs> like, that's music and that's it, man. And then you guys have, you're married with kids and stuff like that? Yeah, I got it. I got a kid. I have I no kids yet. I'm only oh, okay. a kid. Working on that. <laughs> married though, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. we're, yeah all we're all married. Yeah. Oh, yeah, you are. I knew that. Yeah. Yeah. All three of us have wives. There's no kids. Yeah. No kids. Gotcha, gotcha. Yeah. Two pit bulls. That counts. I got three cats. <laughs> Trevor, I don't want to begin Trevor. naming off all my pets. Oh, you I got, have you a mini farm got, going on. Yeah. Dude, Four dogs, two cats, Jesus. six chickens, two ducks, two horses. Yeah. That's all I just off the top of my head. I think that's it. And one butterfly. And then, <laughs> and then one daughter. <laughs> so. That's a lot to keep up with. Yeah. It's a full house. Hey, but you know so, what? But, Makes it interesting. Right? So The horses sleep outside. Yeah, <laughs> not in the bed. I actually would like them too, but I don't know. Because <laughs> you said you just live right in. Well, yeah, but we're, we're I'm in the middle of uh, moving to Huntley right now, so oh, we just bought some. That's right, you did say house over there. there. So in the process of doing that at the moment. But... Okay, I'll give more space for for animals and. Yeah, two acres. So nice. Yeah, we're nice. we're excited. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking to upgrade from this place sometime, yeah. probably in the next two years or so. Hell yeah, man! Wait right for on. the market to go down a little bit, but. Mm-hmm. We'll see. Wait yeah. for that crash. It's coming. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Which is gonna suck though, because then I can I can't sell this for as much as I'd want to either. Right. Yeah. It's a. It's a. It's a risky business. Market. 
but this would sell for less than what I want to. This is a good to. part of town, though. I know. Yeah. It's, yeah and so I work right over at Toyota, so. Oh, nice. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah you're straight there. So. I just walk to work every day. Yeah, right That's on. convenient. Uh, I live just up the street on St. John, so. Midtown, dude, it's where it's at. Oh, dude, it's... I agree, Midtown. <clears throat> yeah. 15 minutes that way, 15 minutes that way. Exactly, yeah, I'm north side, so... Okay, that's... Same. That's pretty close, pretty, yeah. yeah. Well, you're not the same, Trevor. Whatever. Ghetto. Soon be Huntley, so I will not be the same. <laughs> <Did> you <hear laughs> that? He said that he was the same. <laughs> <laughs> the valley, Trevor. The mm. valley. Mm-hmm. So, uh, you were saying how, like, you wanted to be, like, cold chamber back then oh man so was that like a big influence i mean the guitar player jesse he uh for bagworm you mean yeah yeah Yeah, yeah. uh that was just what we sounded like that's what most people um, okay that's what most people uh compared us to really it's well it's funny like when you said that it reminded me because like back in older bands i was in we were trying so hard to be like a certain band always, right. or or each song was trying to be like a certain band, uh-huh. and it's just funny how like you, I've noticed that was with just in general mostly younger bands that ends up being mm. the case, and then you finally end up developing your own sound. Yeah, yeah. I mean, we Spark- ended we ended up at, we ended up sounding like Cold Chamber on accident. Oh, like, okay, okay. It wasn't like a we didn't really. I didn't even have a Cold Chamber album. Okay, like you know, it just kind of turned into that. Sure, but. Yeah, my first gig ever was with that band at an AIDS benefit show at the FOE with Zen and Zion, After that. the Flood, Endeavor, and Bagworm. That's a good, good lineup. Man. Yeah, that's a good lineup. <laughs> and that was my first show ever. Damn. Yeah. That was 12? You were 12? Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. It was fun. Yeah, that's pretty impressive. Yeah. I, I well, remember just show at the phone, man. What just year put was X's that? on your uh, hands. What? 20, uh, 2002? No. 2003, that maybe? Ago. That's crazy. Yeah? Because Evan wasn't in Zen and Zion till. It had to be 04 2005, then. 2005, 2004, 2005. It had to be 04 then. 2004. You know what I was so doing? I was, so I was 13, 14 then. You know what I was doing? What? I was in fourth grade. No shit. <laughs> yeah. Nice. Whoa. <laughs> right on. I actually went to uh, Miles Avenue over there. Nice. So really? I, and I went to Lewis and Clark. So I've been just in this general area hey, there we go. Nice. Yeah. forever. Right on, man. Yeah. Born and raised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Same with you guys? Or are oh, you, yeah. you all yeah, originally yeah. from here? Oh, yeah. Yep. Okay. That's Lock, Lockwood MT for me. but me South Tre- Hills. Yeah, me and Trevor from the Creek. Yeah, Blue uh, Creek. Okay, <laughs> okay. Yeah, I've pretty much lived everywhere except well, we lived on the West End a little bit. In freaking Golden Meadows. Golden oh, ge- nice, yeah. Golden Ghettos. Good old Golden Meadows. <laughs> golden Ghetto. Okay, right on. But yeah, so. Golden Ghettos. Well, I've never mom, heard yeah, that before. My mom still lives <laughs> just over past. <laughs> uh, my mom still lives just over past 19th and Lewis. She's lived there since I was in kindergarten, too. So I'm from Blue Creek and Midtown, I guess. Okay. So yeah, I guess uh, where I was going to lead was, uh, what are you guys' influences? Like, just growing up and like leading in, like... What influenced you guys into making music individually, not not collectively? But hit it, Steve-O. Um, really, my first exposure to music was the the grunge movement. I it was more like the mid to late '90s when I discovered it. But Nirvana was really the band that got me to start playing music. 
And then from there, learning about other bands like the Melvins and Mud Honey and stuff like that. And then learning that their influence was punk rock. And I started going to shows. Oh, I want to say like 97, 98 is when I started going to local shows here in town. So seeing actual like live punk rock is and, and started, <clears throat> excuse me, starting to listen to it and stuff too. So then a lot of my other influences are bands like Black Flag and Fear and the Circle Jerks. And then... Um, of course, growing up in Billings, especially at that time, there's no modern rock on the radio. Mm. You know, so I grew up listening to a lot of classic rock with KRKX, rattling the rims, rocking the Rockies. Oh God, I haven't heard that. you know, yeah, all that stuff. And of course, you know your parents' music. That my dad was that was what his music was: is Credence and and uh, Rush and Yes and stuff like that. You know, so. And there's those influences and Sabbath and everything. And then as far as like what we do now, I am, it, that also goes back to like the grunge stuff too. The Melvins are a huge, huge wave maker and always have been in the kind of music that we do now. Yeah. You know, as well as bands like Sleep and Win Hand and stuff like that. Nice. So everything basically, <laughs> right? Well, <laughs> but, right. even bluegrass and country too. But I you mean, can see like the evolution, like <clears throat> you kind of that was. I saw how you broke down the evolution okay. there, like from one thing to the next. I wasn't just rambling then. No, no, no. Right, but cool. it makes <laughs> like it makes sense that like you start with one thing and then it opens up doors to other things. Mm-hmm. But that's interesting that how how that came around like that. Yeah, pretty much. It went from like you know I get you get older and you start smoking a little more grass and you know you don't you don't play fast music anymore. You start slowing it down. You're yeah. better at your instrument. You're not just playing three chord trying to piss everybody off playing fucking fast punk rock anymore. You know, it's like, yeah, I'm actually kind of good at bass. Maybe I should be in a band where I can be good at bass. Sure. Yeah, for me, I mean, it's kind of like what a lot of people start at. You know, your parents do influence you a lot on your musical history. So mine started out with a lot of classic rock. I remember the second I saw a live performance of Led Zeppelin, I knew I wanted to do that. Yeah. Him playing uh, Black Summer, uh, White Mountainside on that uh, Dan Electro black and white guitar. That's what sold me. So, and my uncle played guitar, and so I kind of, it was a connection with that, you know, so he kind of gave me my first lessons and stuff. But really to break it down, like, you know, top three guitar players, Jimmy Page, Rory Gallagher, and Jerry Cantrell. Oh, nice. So that kind of gives you kind of the realm of where I kind of at. I'm more of a blues guitar player than anything. I do a lot of improv. If you ever seen me play, probably noticed. Uh... But from there, uh, I, I know the, the concert that I saw that made me want to play, like, super loud, really getting to, like, the tonage and stuff of the gear, was uh, when Thou played at Black Sparrow in, like, 2013 or something. That show was, like, to me, that, that like, blew my mind. Because of just the rawness, the intensity, how loud they were. And that's, like, a super underground band, too. They're not even on the internet, you know? Because hmm. they're anti that shit, but they're pretty fucking big, though, you know? Right. But, uh... And ever since then, I started getting more into that, and I don't know. To me, it's just find your niche and to create, you know. And so this is just something that I was always seemed to be, I like to do is write songs. So, yeah. Okay, right on. Yeah, you're a writing machine. Try to. <laughs> yeah. Uh, me, um, kind of similar to Steve-O, um, my dad's record collection, man. Uh, Credence, Bob Seger, and ZZ Top were definitely there since age four you know and probably before i could remember um 
yeah, definitely those in the beginning. Um, and I didn't really listen to any music from my generation until I was in junior high, just because I didn't really, I didn't know there was such a place called the record store mm. or something like that, you know? So I just <clears throat> pretty much my dad's vinyls. That was that, for, as far as I was concerned, that's, that's all that existed. And, um, once I heard a little tune called Cowboys from hell from Pantera, um, that was definitely what made me want to play drums. I was playing drums beforehand, before that, kind of air drumming to some Credence tunes kind of a thing in my bedroom, you know, stuff like that. But I think that was the one that, oh, there's so much more you can do right. than just that four four beat. So I would say my my top three, top three drummers, probably Vinnie Paul, um, Tim Herb from Primus, and I'm gonna have to say Bill Ward just because of how his technique kind of follows mine. Just because of that, it, it's it's sloppy for a purpose at times, I guess. Mm. I'm not as jazzy as that guy, but I'm definitely as sloppy. Yeah, you know. So, <laughs> but yeah, um, as far as influences. That was, that's pretty much it. Sure. Yeah. My, uh, I think my first exposure, like my first, if I try and reach back in my bank of memory, music, I grew up with my, like my mom and my sister and all that stuff. And I, it was a lot of rap and stuff like that, which mm. I've, I've never really vibed with. Mm. Kid, <laughs> kid rock was like the first rock stuff that I remember hearing. Like I said, none of it ever vibed with me. Mm-hmm. And then my uncle Kind of started getting me into music. Uh, first concert I ever went to was Seether. Same here. Really? At the Metro? Yeah. Yeah, dude, that was my first concert. Too. Really? Yep. S- yeah, Seether. With Dark New Day. Yep. 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 <laughs> that was my. That was my first, yeah. A lot of my shit started there. That was right around the time I started playing guitar, too. Oh, wow. So I didn't pick it up until I was like 14, so. Nice. Yeah. Yeah, that was my first show. And I, I just I distinctly remember, because we never, I never really had CDs. Like, yeah. I never... Nobody... I, I'm sure my parents did. censored most of my stuff, so I don't. I only had like a handful. I think I had Beach Boys and. Oh, see, Police. we were just poor. We just didn't. <laughs> yeah. So my my getting to hear new music was either through the Zone, mm-hmm. which at that time I it was BYOB was big. So yeah. System of a Down. Yeah. See their Remedy. I remember that was a yeah. big one that kept coming on the radio, and then I would go to Borders, and they had the oh, little yeah, listening booths. Oh, Borders. Yeah. yeah and I would borders. scan a CD, and sometimes they would have a full. You could listen to the full song, so oh. I would just sit in there and listen to full albums. Because yeah. every now and again, it was just like thirty seconds. Sure. But then there are certain albums that you could listen to the full thing. I don't even know what Borders is. That's insane. It, so it was an old store. Um, Joanne over Fabric by like is now. IHOP used to. Be, yeah, IHOP is. And stuff. No way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was just like a book, and it was kind of like a Barnes and Noble. I wasn't allowed in those secular places. It was like a broke ass Hastings, dude. Yeah, it was definitely broke ass. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's or I'd go to Hastings and do the same thing, just listen to music that way. God, I miss Hastings. I remember the first time I think I bought a bunch of CDs. It was there was like a catalog, and I was just like circling what I wanted. Yeah. And I didn't think they were actually going to order them for me. And it was like Nirvana, Nevermind, uh, Mesmerized. Nice. Um, a Corn album. I don't remember which one. And then so, there was a couple others, but those are like the three I just listened to all the time. 
And then it just kind of went from there. Yeah. Mm. But yeah, vocally, I feel like, uh, and ugh, I don't even remember when I was like, wanted to sing, but Tool was a big vocal influence. Yeah. I could tell. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, I don't know why. It's just like, well, Tool, uh, anything Maynard does, Pussifer and yeah. Perfect Circle, like, I just vibe with it, I guess. Right on. I feel like it's more in my range. Right. He's fun live. Dude, I've only Ooh. seen him once. Yeah. Same what was here. that? The Metro, Metro um, yeah. 06, 07, something like that. Okay. Yeah. We saw the last. We saw him during Fear Inoculum 2020. Like, right, right. What was that like, like literally right before the show? The week before. Was that in Idaho? Lockdown. No, oh, it was Denver. in Spokane. Spokane. Okay. That's right. Yeah. yeah. Spokane. That was pretty amazing. I could have gone to the one in Idaho and I, I just didn't know soon enough. So. That was a great tour. God, yeah. I would have loved to do that. Yeah, well, okay, wait, so you said your first show was the Cedar Show. Sure. What, what were your guys' first concerts? Like, yeah, I'm gonna like not look. Yeah, go for it, man. Excuse me, man. Sorry. Well, you might as well take the reins on that one, Vince. It's for my first movie. concert? Oh, yeah, all up, man. My yeah. first concert was Girl. the, uh, was the Newsboys at the Metra. Okay. Christian rock band. Sure. Uh, <laughs> was pretty good, actually, man. Uh. I I dug those guys. I was I think I was like I mean, I was probably seven. Okay. You know, second one I saw was Creedence Clearwater Revisited. At so the Metro. and that's without uh. That's without the Fogarty brothers. Right. Right. Yeah. So that's just John, isn't it? No, John. John was alive. No, that's uh. I thought Revisited was John's deal. No. Oh, okay. Nope. Nope. Creedence Clearwater Revisited is... CCR that's expert. Cliff and Stu. That's the rhythm section. Oh, okay. With three guys replacing the Fogarty Brothers. <coughs> it was great. Oh, was it? Okay. Yeah, well, it was, well I, was, I was up front, so I was hanging out with my dad and my Uncle Dan. And I think... Yeah, that was the second show I ever went to, and I was like... I, mean, I was like 10, 11. Did you go to that? No. Oh. That was the first one that mattered. Okay, fair enough. Yeah. Fair enough. Yeah, I'm sure I seen two rhythm, um, rhythm rhythm section legends. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, credence, man. I would say they are, dude. They're like a train, man. Yeah, they're great. Yeah, they're great, man. That would be awesome. Yeah. Uh, first show I went to, God, I, I think it was in somebody's basement. Um, I believe it was, I don't, I can't remember cause this is a long time ago. So I can't remember if Crunk played that show or not. Um, I'm pretty sure Idiot Fuel was there and maybe OIK 47. Okay. Uh, it was a local show. That was the first show I ever went to was, sure. was a local punk rock show and changed my fucking life. Really? Yeah. Uh, from that moment on, I was like, this is the thing that I want to do. Nice. I already had a general idea of it before that, but once I saw it, got to go to a show live and see people slam dancing, getting drunk, having a good time. It's just I was an like, experience. This is exactly what I want to fucking do. It's a whole experience, man. Like, once you, and it's a, it's something you feel. It's not even something that you exactly yeah hear or see. It's like it hits you there, and it, mm-hmm. you either get it or you don't. Right. So, what was the first uh, like non-local show? Oh man! Like concert? Yeah, yeah. I want to say the first like non-local show I went to was probably Warp Tour when I was in high school. Oh shit! Yeah. Was that out at like Oscars? Um, no, that it was the one bef- the year before that. It was my freshman year, so it was like 
2001. So it was in Bozeman. Okay. And I saw Rancid and the Distillers, um, Guttermouth, and Pennywise was on that tour, Shit, I think, too. that would have been nice. Um, Offspring there, too? No, Offspring weren't on that one. Try um. No effects wasn't on that one. I think me first and the Gimme Gimmies were on that one. I'm trying to trying to remember some of the other bands that were there. It's a long time ago. <laughs> <laughs> when it used uh, to be good. Yeah, yeah. When Warped Tour used to be. In or God, I don't even know if it's around you know, anymore. I think it kind of maybe. It's like yeah, a once remember. a year one show thing. I think. Yeah. yeah. Or festival. they just L.A. Frisco. Yeah, they do like maybe that. like three shows or something. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Okay, so I'll I'll switch the question here. Best, and this is tough because I'm sure you guys have gone to tons of shows. Give me like top two or three shows you've seen that just like stuck with you. Roll, Steve. Um, the first time I saw Hank 3. Oh, shit. Definitely oh. the best, probably the best show I've ever been to. Uh, he did an hour and a half of his country music, and then he put down the acoustic guitar and came back up with the electric guitar. Full country band still up there, steel guitar, upright bass, banjo player. And he did Ass Jack for an hour and a half. It was fucking awesome. And other than that, oh man, there's so many good ones. Um, I you can only have three. Oh, yeah. I mean, say whatever you want. <laughs> uh, Conan. This is a podcast. Conan was probably uh, one of the best awesome. best shows I've ever seen. Conan. Um, the Melvins was a really good one. Uh, shit. The Murder Junkies. That was a good time. Yeah, you got to open for them. Yeah, I I got to open for a lot of my favorite like punk bands. Oh, dude, that's really yeah, we opened for that Conan. Guttermouth yeah. when they came, the first time they came to Billings, Guttermouth show was off the fucking chain. Um, I'll kind of leave it at those three, I guess. I know there's plenty more. Yeah, but oh, yeah. it's hard to get. It's hard when like you get asked the question, you have to like right. start but, like, searching the memory the bank. Too, you know? Oh yeah, and then you forget some for sure. Yeah, for sure. Wheel spinning. Yeah. yeah right. What do you think? Trey? Tool was definitely up there for me. That was on. Yeah, like we saw Tool at a very like cool moment, and uh, like can, it, uh, can you actually tilt your mic just a little bit? Ooh me. Yeah yeah. Uh, just tilt it upwards. Upwards. Yeah, My go. bad. Uh, no, you're good. You're good. Uh yeah, and uh, I don't know. I've seen Robert Plant and Paul McCartney, and Shit. those are two like legends that really stand out to me. But uh, last year we went and saw Sleep. That was <laughs> that awesome. Was cool. yeah. I saw Porcupine Tree last year, and I was seeing Steve Wilson live. It was amazing. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, like I said, uh, Thal at Black Sparrow. That was a that, that concert really sticks out in my mind. That was pretty good. Windhand. Uh, we yeah we Shangri-La Shangri Windhand wind one hand, time. Yeah. That was another show. Of, like just watching like beer bottles like fall off that you know that bar stool or whatever and like shit falling off the ceilings because they're so fucking loud. It was awesome. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry, I got to interrupt you. The best concert I ever. I'm sorry. Best concert I ever seen was the Misfits reunion. Fucking hands down. There you go. Yeah, with Fear with, Opening. Yeah, right? with Fear Opening. Got yeah. to see two of my favorite bands of all time, and the Misfits put on a fucking awesome show. Where was Dude. that at? That, that was in Vegas oh, at shit. the MGM in 2018, I want to say. Maybe, no, the end of 2017. It was Dave Lombardo. Uh, I don't know why I didn't right? think about that, because I talk about that concert all the fucking time. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> with Dave Lombardo on drums. Yep, Lombardo on drums. Yeah. yeah, that would have been epic. Yeah, yeah. it was... It was every. It's mine and my wife's both of our favorite bands. So, getting to see the reunion of it was, and we wanted to go again this year, but they had to cancel for some reason. So, so that would be your number one. Yeah, that's definitely the best concert yeah. I've ever been to. And my number one. Uh, let's see. <clears throat> um, I'd probably say 
when Pressionaut opened up for Superjoy and Child Bite, that was probably my number one. Was that at a... Uh... I was at the pub. I think I was at that show. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. F- seeing Phil Anselmo live was definitely, like, that by itself was pretty epic for me. He's a nice guy, man. Is he? Yeah. I would not have assumed that. Yeah. <laughs> he is. I'm glad to hear that. Like, yeah. I freaking love Phil he's, Anselmo. He's not down in a bottle of wild turkey every night anymore. Yeah, he's or... Black tar, or, or, yeah, or the <laughs> or the slamming magoo, yeah, yeah. Um, that's number one. I'd say number two is probably, man, uh, probably sleep. Sleep's yeah. probably number two. Seeing Matt Pike's belly in person is pretty. <laughs> Actually, you know what? Guar, Guar, Guar with Guar with uh, Dave Brocky when he was still alive with War Beast opening up. That was probably number two. I don't know, man. Uh, it's tough. It's yeah, tough. there's like, so yeah. many good ones. I probably would have said Tool was my number yeah. one if I. It was it was pretty early on when I was going to concerts, so I don't think I appreciated it like I would today. Right. right. So I can't. Looking back, it was definitely a cool show, but I don't think I got to experience it the same way. Totally. But I got to see Disturbed and Red Rocks. That was pretty sweet. That's right cool. On. It was. It was. Uh, yeah, I don't remember who else was playing. Yeah. Yeah. Another one that I forgot too. I got to see Rush one time. That was that'd be stupidly oh, yeah. epic. Because last time they were even close to here. They play like five more shows and they retired. So that was really cool seeing Neil yeah. Peart. You know, mm-hmm. fucking Geddy Lee and Alex Lifeson all in person. You've seen Kiss too, haven't you? Yeah, Blood Kiss Hole. was awesome. You saw uh, Motorhead that, too. Dude. Yeah, Motorhead too. I was going to mention that one, uh, but I missed, I missed that one. That, was that, that at the Shrine? That was no. That was at the Adam Center when they opened up for Foo Fighters. Okay. I oh, went. Sh- I went only shit. for Motorhead. I, you know, whatever with Dave Grohl. <laughs> but I'd, that show was awesome. I'd give you. <laughs> I'd give you two more. I'd probably say Conan at the Rail Yard again with. Watch, yeah, that was a really cool opportunity as, for us. As Conan is watching us headline. Yeah. Talk about intimidation. Yeah, and they, that was the first show of their tour, too. They flew yeah. from the UK to Logan Airport, and their first show was at the Rail Yard. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah they landed. I thought they came from Seattle. I don't... Well, no, they were heading to Seattle. Oh, Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So, anyway, um, that was amazing. And That's probably I, the highlight of our... <laughs> that was a pretty big deal. Mm-hmm. Um, but probably my favorite one that I had to go to by myself because no one would go with me was uh down with war beast and harp at the house of blues in chicago oh shit and that was cool because i got a 30 dollar backstage pass damn nice. yeah so you gotta meet them or yeah, no i hung out Did with you? Them. we everyone hung out like they were very inviting yeah yeah like there was probably 20 backstage passes total and all 20 of us just got to hang out with them all day dude like i was eating tacos with jimmy bauer <laughs> and shit yeah it was way cool yeah eating street tacos with jimmy bauer smoking grass <laughs> yeah that's hard to beat yeah <laughs> oh shit uh smoking a blunt with phil that was cool i got to see uh the first time I ever got to see Black Label Society, that was pretty cool. Yeah, yeah that I was in twice. That's always fun. Did you go to the one in Clinton? Yep. Yeah, with, with Mudvayne Mud and Dude, Static X. Dope was supposed to play too. Yeah. Oh yeah, that was the first time I got to see Static X too, and that was yeah. the, that was the original yeah. lineup of Static X. Yeah, yes, I got to see Static X in Austin, Texas. At oh, that was sick. That was sick. I saw Wayne Static when he played at Manny's. It was like as 
Yeah. yeah. He basically just played Static X yeah, stuff. Yeah. I, but, I missed that. I don't think yeah, I could afford it. I missed it, it too. And oh, really? See, I got to be right up front, that. and I got to bump fist with freaking Wayne Static. Fuck yeah. Right yeah. The po- it was funny. The power blew. Yeah. And it was like right on their first song. And he just stood there, looked around, and he just goes, It'll be just a second. Like it is. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. Dude, what a cool never, dude. Never breaking character. Yeah, yeah. right? Yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. With his hair. Oh, no, just doing the little... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That was a fun show. Static X, man. Yeah. In Clinton, Montana. Dude. On some dude's farmland. Yeah, and they were, they were going to make that like a big old venue. Have you been to the new... Uh, the Well, it's not even new anymore, but the... Kettle House? Yeah, the outdoor. That's where I saw Robert Plant at. Dude. I've been to a bunch of concerts there. I love that place. It's it's <laughs> it's easily the best venue in Montana. Yeah, and like, they're booking a lot of good acts there. And it's really sweet because they're bringing a lot of good artists into Montana, so. Yeah, first time um first time I'm going is this year actually. Never been to the Kettle House. Really? Yeah, Who are you going to see? Um going to go see the Frog Brigade with Les Claypool. Dude, that'll be sick. Yeah, yeah I'm going to go see Robert Plant again I with think they're doing, um, I think they're doing uh the whole album of uh, Animals by Pink Floyd. Oh, shit. Yeah. So that'll be fun. Dude, you're going to... Uh, you need to get the floor? Or, oh, yeah. Had dude. to. Yeah. Kettle House rocks, dude. It's, yeah, I've never uh, been yeah, to We, we, saw, we saw Social Distortion there. Flogging Molly. Yeah. And uh, Devil Makes Three. Yeah. yeah. Dude, Devil Makes Three. I got to yeah. see Devil them. Devil Makes Three at the yeah, Kettle House? Yeah. yeah, that was sweet. Opening for Social Distortion and Flogging Molly. Yeah. That was a good dude, show. Dude, that's a good right show. On. That was a fucking great lineup. Right on. I saw uh, <laughs> Lamb of God. And <laughs> it was Lamb of God, Behemoth, and Slayer. Oh, At the kettle? That. Yeah. I've always wanted to see Behemoth. Dude. Nurgle! I'm not even, I'm not even a huge... I must have missed that. I've never really... <laughs> I that think was... I listened to a... Oh, go, yeah. oh sorry. That was, that, was when, uh, <laughs> that was when we were playing Erosion. Oh, was that? That's oh. why. Yeah. yeah, that's right. I yeah, that. we were yeah. playing the Erosion Festival. Okay, anyway. Oh, I was just going to say that I, I've never really been into, like... Black metal or death, uh, you know. yeah. Right. But I'll tell you right now, I think uh, Behemoth was one of the most surprising bands I've ever yeah, seen. Especially I was, live. <laughs> yeah, I was sitting there, I was just like, "Holy shit, this is actually really fucking good." Oh, yeah. On the album, I actually, I'm not, I, I prefer them live. I think, yeah, for right. whatever reason. But yeah, they surprised me. And then yeah, Lamb of Gods and Slayer. I dig, I dig Behemoth. I, he, he's got some like. Uh, He's got some like gothic bluegrass stuff. Uh, the singer from Behemoth. Yeah. Have you ever heard of that? It's, it's uh, oh, called, it's like a separate thing. Is yeah, that what you called, showed me that one day? Yeah, it's yeah. called yeah. Me and That Man. Check it out. Huh. It's like it's gothic badass, bluegrass. Yeah, it's and I, I'm not a huge like black metal guy either. So it's not black metal. He showed metal it to me, all. and I was like, "This is my jam." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Yeah. It's called Me and That Man. I'll check yeah. that out. Yeah, check it out, man. Yeah. It's way cool. Okay. Pretty sexy music videos too. Yeah, I would. I would put Kettle House up there right next to Red Rocks. Yeah. I mean... I'll... I would, too. Mm-hmm. I mean, just from what I've heard. Let's get to you. haven't been there. Well, well it's outside. It's it out... incorporates the natural I've been to Red Rocks. Have Red you been? You got fun. the Gorge. You have been to Red Rocks? Kettle House and then yeah. Red Rocks. Okay. So, yeah, I've been to Red Rocks. On the Gorge. Yeah, I've never yeah. been to the Gorge. Which the Gorge I haven't been to either, but that's what I hear. Gorge yeah. is cool, too. But... I mean, it's hard to be Red Rocks just because... I think... It's, mo- it's, yeah. Because of the legacy of it and right. like just how yeah, I saw yeah, yeah, I saw yeah. Primus and Google Bardello with this guy at Red Rocks. That's the only time I've ever been there. Oh, and red. the dead kid, the played, dead Kenny Bardello? G. Yeah, they opened. Yeah. They played <laughs> big. They played Stop. big wedding in Japan. Purple, wedding purple. This is why I went to an American wedding. Yeah. 
Concerts are literally the reason I couldn't live in a big city because I'd be broke. Same here. Right? Like, yeah, that's what I noticed when I started making excursions yeah, to Denver every my, year. It's like, yeah, I'll just go broke. My two other band members from the Deadnecks both live in Portland now, and that's all they talk about is all the awesome awesome shows they go to yeah like every fucking week the nice thing about being in a place like like a middle place like denver dallas minneapolis something like that like you know they're coming through every tour cycle yeah. so you can be like ah, i'll skip them this time i'll see them next time right which god if only it I mean, honestly kind of it kind of makes going to shows a little more special though it does not it does you know, yeah it makes the memories more yeah yeah like going out of town when, to like you know well, there's nothing quite the like, friends, oh, man. I see what you're saying, like to travel for it. Yeah, you know, just road trip, man. But even still, it's like, I, I'll when a show gets announced here that you're just like, they're coming? Yeah. Like, that's a cool feeling. Absolutely. It is. Like, yeah, absolutely. like when Guar came here few. that first time, it was like, no fucking way, Guar. Yeah. yeah. It's too bad it doesn't have Dave Brocky, but it doesn't matter. It's well, and then they've been back. Are. It's still an experience. You right. Know? Yeah. It's also funny to see which bands always come here. Mm-hmm. You know? Right. There's a few. Yeah, you get certain bands that are just like, they hit us on every tour tour cycle. Mm-hmm. It's just like, mm-hmm. and it makes sense between like Canada and no like Billings the, is a hub. You know? Yeah, it's uh, kind of. We're also kind of a desert too. Yeah, you know, you got Missoula and and then you know you can go straight south from there and then hit Boise and then start heading east again and hit Denver. You know, so that that totally takes Billings right out of the crowd. Oh yeah. Well, yeah. it's like yeah, from here to the to the west coast isn't too bad. But once you get here, it's hard to like what what from here, North Dakota, South Dakota, yeah, Wyoming, right. like you gotta, eh. you gotta shoot through Wyoming to get back on track to get to Denver and then loop. I guess you'd go through here on your way to Chicago, yeah, or Minneapolis, but right. that's a big gap in between. Yeah, it is right. dead zone. That's yeah, dead zone. This is the first year that Hemlock is not coming back to Montana. Really? Yeah. Is there a reason? Um, I didn't call him back soon enough. I don't know. Oh. I don't know, man. It, hmm. it seemed like you didn't talk Dude, to me. Dude, that was a fun show. We all got to play that one together. Oh, that's yeah, right. yeah, 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 yeah. No, does not. I met you. Yep. <laughs> yeah. That was a great show. That was the Halloween show. Yeah. I was all yeah. covered in blood. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. No, that was a great time. Mm-hmm. That might have been one of my favorite shows we played. That was the first time I yeah. met Tim Chamberlain too. Yeah. He was the he was the guy running sound. Yep. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Shout out to Tim. You know what's funny? Ooh, yeah, shout out to Tim. Banskis. Yeah. <laughs> I've met him at least three or four times, mm-hmm. just at shows and stuff. Yeah. Uh, Tony from uh, One Second Ago mm-hmm. mentioned me on, they were at the, because they did a radio for the show we just played with them, mm-hmm. and they mentioned us and the other band we played with, um, and he, he actually shouted out the podcast, which was cool. Thanks. To, appreciate him for that. Right yeah. on. And Bansky was like, yeah, I don't think I know that guy. I was like, I've met you like four times, dude. I think he did the same thing with us yeah. while we were in the he radio meets a, lot of people. a few like, weeks ago. I'm, I'm not, not sure if we met. It was just like, they were, we mentioned the Halloween show. It's like, you did sound for us. Right. He's like, oh, yeah. You well, guys were the band that had to turn down. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> I forgot about that, yeah. I won't hold it against him. No. No, no he's no. cool. He's guy. a hell of a nice guy, and yeah. he's always willing to help out. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, and I love that he shows, like, he has local bands on. He plays local oh, God, music. We love it, man. It's so cool. Yeah. We need it, that. Well, that's what's so great about it. He does what he wants. Bamskis. <laughs> <laughs> He shouts that out all the time, too. Hey, man, that's his thing. Yeah. Everyone's yeah. got to have one on the radio, you know? For sure. For sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know why. I I, I, I think Hemlock just, because uh, they're not even playing Missoula or Bozeman Interesting. or anything like that. So I think, I think, 
I think everyone just called him back faster than I did. Mm. You know? Fair enough. It's kind of like Steve was saying, it's kinda of out of their way. Like it is. It really is. Well man. they're from Vegas, aren't they? Yeah. They're they're residing in Vegas That's now. That's not terribly again, far. I, think, yeah. I mean it's in this general vicinity, right. I guess. Right. But... But they go everywhere. Well and they I mean, they're one of those I feel like they're one of those bands that's like not so big that they have just like unlimited expenses to like travel. No. But yeah. obviously better than what Right, because they're starting to even hit the European district, you know. Really? Oh, yeah, yeah, they went there at least twice now. Yeah, they've had like three European but, tours. And okay. with a band like that, uh, their sponsorships go a long way. You notice that they're yeah. sponsored by like a bunch of people. I know that helps them out a lot, and that's a good tactic, too. Smart. They're sponsored, by, sponsored. Uh, <laughs> by vans. They're sponsored like, by PV, Rockstar, Rockstar Energy Drink. Anything yeah. they get their hands on, I mean. But that's awesome, because yeah. that, that helps fuel their bus, man. Yeah, man. So... Well, that's a fun connection to have, too. Like, just to know that they... <laughs> Free oh, shoes? Yeah. Hell yeah. yeah. Well, oh, I'm just saying, like, for... Like, if you are in contact with him... Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Like... Hey, man, my laces broke. Right. Well, Aaron... <laughs> Guy in free laces. Guy in free laces, yo. Freaking uh, Aaron knows the singer, too, because he used to live in Reno. Chad. Yeah. Yeah. So... Yeah, he's a cool cat. Yeah, my... Uh, our bass player Aaron, my cousin. Yeah, he knows. Oh, him. I didn't know you guys were related. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's my cousin. No shit. Nice. Yeah. Huh. Right on. We're actually gonna go to Ireland this year. Nice. Right right on, lucky. Dude. Going back to the uh, old country, huh? Yep. Yeah. I want to go so bad. <clears throat> oh. Yeah, for my thirtieth birthday, that's the plan. So. Hell yeah. Nice. I got. I, th- I feel like I need to buy tickets before St. Patrick's Day because, uh, I for some reason I just get the feeling right around St. Patrick's Day, people are just like, oh, that would be fun, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah. So I think prices will go up. Yeah. Montanans, so, why would you go to Ireland for St. Patrick's Day? We have Butte. Oh, God. <laughs> Butte St. Patrick's Day is it's like, awesome. It's like the second or third biggest St. Patty's Day celebration in the entire world. Yeah. Is it really? Yeah. Shit. Butte it's, is it's it's insane on St. Patrick's Day. Hmm. It's huge, man. If you've never been I've never there, been, I've do heard. yourself a favor. <laughs> I've heard. I've heard. Bring good. an extra liver. Yeah. <laughs> Bring a garbage sack. Mm-hmm. So you can throw yourself away at the end of the night? Pretty much. <laughs> but yeah, so anyway. Ireland's the big trip this year. Right on. Yeah. So when do you turn 30? July 31st. Okay. Are you going there for St. Patrick's Day? No, no, no. Oh, okay. I'm going there for my birthday. I, say, I hope I didn't insult you by saying Butte's better than... No, oh, no, 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 no. St. Patrick's no, Day. No, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just say it is closer. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, I'm for my birthday, so... Right on. Figured that'd be kind of a fun one. It's been on my list 30, for a while. 30 so. in Ireland. That's definitely oh, been. Yeah. yeah. That's God definitely damn, you're only going to be 30 years old? Yeah. Only. Steve was turning 50 on Saturday. Uh, whatever. 50. <laughs> like, not quite yet. I turned I turned 38 this year, Ben. Oh, God. that's right. Yeah. Next month. He's, he's, he's an April Fool's baby. Oh, are you really? Yeah. April 1st? The greatest joke I ever played on my parents. <laughs> Being born. Oh, that's, <laughs> that's a good one. <laughs> Uh yeah. Hell yeah. Well Hell yeah. Uh anything else you guys want to promote? Um Got the album. Listen to the listen to the Bamsey show. Listen to the podcast, of course. And uh Don't forget about Sam Talkington. Rattle the ribs are rocking the rocky. Don't forget K-R-K-X. about Sam Don't forget about Sam Talkington. That's right. <laughs> and uh thank you so much for having us. Oh dude. Yeah, Thanks, man. You got, so you, it. We're going to do it again. Oh, yeah, yeah for sure. Yeah. For sure. I'd love to do it. I mean, I'm always looking for guests. Uh, 
you guys are officially the first band to be on the show that wasn't mine. Woo! All, all right. right. Yay. So, yeah, I was glad that all three of you guys were able to come on. So, What, what, do, you, what do you stream your podcast on? So it'll be on YouTube, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Woo! pretty much oh, everything. Wow. Oh, are we on video, uh, too? Yeah, I got the oh, little... shit, I've been over here scratching my nuts. Don't <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no, me too, man. <laughs> that's my next upgrade is a new camera, so... Right new lights, new camera. Yeah. Sweet. Gotta upgrade things. No, it's, it's sweet, man. Yeah. I'm well, a huge podcast fan, so... Oh, you really? Oh, yeah, dude. Being a, jan- being a janitor, dude, yeah. like, music is a lot of fun, but sometimes you just need something else to just zone your mind out on. Well, in, you know, in so fact, po- we listen to a lot of podcasts. Yeah, in fact, Caravan to Midnight, the name of our latest EP, is in uh, Ode to one of our favorite radio programs called Caravan to Midnight. Oh, shit. Mm-hmm. And it's a radio program because I'm a big fan of talk radio and podcasts. Mm-hmm. And uh, John B. Wells, uh, yeah, check it out if you ever want to expand your mind on anything. It's the nice thing about podcasts is like it's different every time. Exactly. You know? mm-hmm. yeah. So you get something new every week. Mm-hmm. Where I yeah, I do the same thing. I just listen to podcasts. Well, all and day. now yeah, there's there's here. basically it doesn't matter what you're interested in, there's a podcast out mm-hmm. there for it. Oh, for days. everything, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that was my whole goal with like yeah, that's I, what I thought it was sweet you're doing this because I've always kind of wanted to do it, but I just never had the balls to do it. So <laughs> Well, if you ever do, like I can yeah, man. I can send you in the right direction. It took a lot of learning. Yeah. Like if yeah, you look no, at definitely. old episodes, it's garbage. Like yeah. my camera setup was suck. This thing is a lifesaver. You know, totally like, I would have never been able to do four mics, like, no, ever. Yeah. And the mic sets up are cheap. Yeah. This was my spendy purchase was the laptop right. itself. Mm. But, yeah, I mean, I still got a few more upgrades to do. And once I get a new place, I'm going to actually have a space. Right. Just so everything will just stay set up. Right yeah. on. Yeah. Well, you're a good interviewer, too. Well, I yeah. tried. Yeah, thanks, Dakota. Yeah. It, it, yeah. it took... Only 140 some episodes to get good at it. But. Hey man, it's just gotta <laughs> do it, man. Let's keep yeah. consistency. Yeah, yeah, that's the that's key. How you do it for sure. I actually forgot to mention to you guys. Mm. I always end my episodes with a positive or motivational message from the guests. So we'll go down the line. If there's anything that comes to your mind, something that you maybe lived by throughout your life, or something that got you by in life that helped you know keep you motivated. Hmm, like a quote. Whatever, or or just something you live <clears throat> by. Some kind of motto, or I don't know. Um, just anything positive. If it's Bex, it's quality. <laughs> I'll let him go. I don't know. I should have gave you guys some more time to think about. <laughs> yeah, my bad, my bad. That's all right. Um, oh, God. When life gives you cores, you can still have Bex. You can always switch the bags. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing wrong with cores either, though. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, shit! Don't don't sweat the petty things and don't pet the sweaty things. I guess I like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Follow your bliss by Joseph Campbell. I'm a huge Campbell fan. So, three simple words. Follow your bliss. Mm-hmm. Right on. Well, yeah. hey, appreciate you guys coming on. We'll definitely have to do it again well, yeah. for sure. Thanks, Thanks, man. And go check out Caravan of Midnight, Spotify, Bandcamp, everything. Yeah. Okay. I'll, like I said, I'll link Shares, it. Shares, likes, anything. So helps cool. us out. And look, look out for the COVID nineteen eighty four EP too. Yeah, it's gonna be on vinyl. So that's sick. Yeah, it's gonna be on forty five. Nice. Yeah, and then uh, follow follow once or uh, the old ones mm-hmm. on Facebook. Everything. We're almost to a thousand on Facebook. So please hit yeah. us on there. Instagram, Bandcamp, Spotify. Yeah, everything. Please. So no Twitter though. Yeah, you know, no, no, yeah, we no never... tweeters for us. So 
We don't even have an Instagram, which is like the thing to have right, right now. Right, so. yeah. <laughs> we go on Instagram, don't we? Yeah, I finally started doing it. Okay. <laughs> I need to get one. I need to get one. So check us out on Instagram. We're really into it. Yeah. <laughs> Brand new. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Thanks, guys, for watching. Appreciate Cheers. it. And don't forget, life's a garden. Dig it.